Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to A Certain Point of View. We are on number 14 today, and I am Jake Billing, your host. And I am with my co-host, as usual, Brian Avalosino over there on the uh, left or right side, depending on which side you are looking at. How you doing over there, man? Wild day. Wild day. <laughs> I know, I know. It's been uh, quite the day. Uh, if you are wondering what we are referring to, um, it is Monday when we are recording this, and uh, if you know what Monday is to the Schmodown, it was free agent day, and it was absolutely insanity for about three hours, um, and we have quite a bit to talk about, but we are not doing it alone today. Um, it's only right that when Kevin Smith gets announced in the Schmodown that we have <laughs> the biggest Kevin Smith fan with us here on the show, and that is Miss Rachel Silvestrini. <laughs> How are you doing over there? You must be losing your mind right now. I don't have any left to lose. Um, I am so exhausted. Oh from yeah. Today it has been. It has been such a day. Uh, first, we find out that you know, Mance is back, and yeah. Sabina, and we have uh, John Gerber. Uh, oh Jesus! Yeah, just so many people, and uh, late to the party split up, and we. Uh, got Fitzsimmons, and she's amazing. And then we find out that Jericho, <laughs> yeah, <gasps> Jericho is going to be competing. <laughs> um, and then at three, like all of my worst fears and greatest hopes are confirmed. Uh, <laughs> that Kevin Smith is—I don't even know what to say anymore. Like the fact that I'm involved with something that Kevin Smith and Chris Jericho are a part of and Doug Benson like yeah. yeah that's a big one too it's amazing how the fuck did my life end up like this <laughs> like so that, that's exactly I figured out earlier that a lot of shit has gone really weird in my life and amazing but like this I'm just like you're messing with me aren't you like, yeah something, something's gonna happen yeah like yeah, so. there's this great there's this great scene in um uh girls just want to have fun where everything's going right for Sarah Jessica Parker, and she's like super excited, and she's celebrating. She goes, oh, "I better get hit by a bus." <laughs> like, no, things are going too well. Yeah, she's yeah. like, "I've got my friends at school, and I've got you and the dance thing." And I'm like, "She's like, something's gonna go wrong." And now, like, I am Sarah Jessica Parker, and I'm like, "I'm not going outside my apartment. Not that you're supposed to anyway, but like, I'm not even going for a walk." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Mm, I'm not going to risk it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, we usually ask our guests um, why the Schmodown, but I felt I feel like maybe it's a, a good time to switch it up for this specific episode and ask you, did you ever expect the Schmodown to reach this level when you entered it a few years ago? I find that by putting expectations on things, you are leading to disappointment. Um, I, when I discovered this, it was like two of my most amazing favorite things in the world had come together into one with wrestling and movie trivia. And like, yeah. I, I was like, this is going to be fun. I'm going to write it out and we'll see what happens. Like, I didn't even expect to like be where I am in this. Like I, I my life, in my life, I just tend to fall into things and like, I work really hard, but like. Things just tend to happen. And so, like, yeah, I got introduced to Harloff and then I kind of low-key stalked him and everyone involved <laughs> until like I moved back to LA and then yeah. I got involved. And then 
now I'm, you know, on an undefeated team with Ben Goddard and, you know, we're, we're apparently heels. And <laughs> now, we, we promise we won't get into that. We won't get into and that. Now, and now it's to the point where I, like, it's, it's just insane how things have progressed and I cannot be prouder. I cannot be more excited for Harloff and Ellis and like, it's just, it's, it's, they've earned it and it's worth it. And it's yeah. so wonderful. And I'm so excited for the onslaught of AEW fans that are about yeah. to roll oh, into yeah. Schmoville. Yeah. Like guys put out the banners and like light the fires. It's going to yeah. be, it's going to be a party. It's going to be wild. Yeah. Oof. I mean, I was, I was watching rundown uh, earlier, the live edition and Brad was saying that he called up Booker T directly and Booker was surprised. And then he goes, Oh, the first rings, uh, the first match has got to be here. Like just oh, Jericho, Jericho in a live event in a boxing ring that's <laughs> from Booker T. Like it just seems like too perfect, and, and it's just wild to think about that that's actually happened. And and it's funny that we talk about Kevin Smith and everything with you, but you're also you've been mentioning it a massive wrestling fan. I see your Twitter threads all the time about <laughs> AEW. So you, I mean, you just me, you must be absolutely blowing up today with everything going on. I like legit the fact that my body is in one piece right now and hasn't actually exploded <laughs> from excitement. Like uh, my adrenaline has been going all day. I hit a wall at like four, about about five o'clock during the rundown. And I was like, mama needs a nap. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I like closed my laptop and like curled up on my bed. I like set an alarm. So I'm like, I don't want to miss this. And uh, it was just, it's so fantastic. I mean, I would love for for Jericho's first match to be in Houston at Booker T's, I think it would be incredible. Oh, yeah. But the fact that he lives here and that his mm -hmm. first match is probably going to be against Kevin Smith, who also lives here, yeah. makes me think, can you imagine if the first live event back oh, the under, like, it's Jericho that. versus Smith? <laughs> Are you kidding like I'm li literally going to have to have BC like put me in a straight jacket and like <laughs> like ratchet strap me to a pipe so I can like sit backstage and watch the match but like not move. Like I am yeah. going to be so excited the day that that happens. Like I I can't even I can't even. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I mean, you have uh you have two different styles of fans here because I'm an original. I've watched it from the very beginning. And Brian, I brought him on about a year, what like two years ago, Brian? Year and a half ago, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I caught I yeah, I want to say like 2017. Yeah, and he's and he's currently he just finished season one and he's in season two, so he's going back and watching everything for the first time. And so for him, it's like, wow, seeing that and then seeing this. Obviously, it's yeah. a huge, huge difference. Um, it's it's amazing. It's it's pretty it's pretty incredible to see it like this. I do because I, I remember when I first found out about it, uh, somebody had asked me. I think I think it was Makuga that had asked. He's like, "Oh, so have you been watching?" And I'm like, I, I, "I had no idea what this was until I walked into the the panel at WonderCon. Like, no clue." So like, I immediately ran home and like binged all of season one in like a day and a half i think it's a and day like, yeah it is well i'm also like super competitive so like you get me into like a sport or yeah. like i also love story so like if i watch a new show i'm like well i'm gonna be done with this entire series in four days <laughs> yeah. so it doesn't matter oh, like nice. 
yeah, I'll stay awake for seven days in a row and watch <laughs> all 17 seasons of Supernatural. That's totally fine. Yes, I know there's only 15. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but like, it's just, it's so good and it's compelling and it's funny and the characters are hilarious and you're just like, these are the biggest dumbasses and it's so <laughs> much fun. <laughs> And it's like, you know, the rant about the blue fairy. You get to yeah. look at that. Oh. And like, that, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And then the trial That's, of JPE, yeah. like, and even going back yeah. and watching and seeing how the rules have progressed and like, it's insane. Like watching round one in like the first three seasons, I'm like, that was a good change. That was a perfect <laughs> change. Yeah. That was really great. I like that change. <laughs> I do. I do love the uh, the last betting at the very end mm, that can change yeah. the like like total change. Oh, 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 total the whole match doesn't matter. It just yeah. matters what you know at that very yeah. last. Absolutely. <laughs> like it, now, for you, you've been around before this all happened. Are you liking and enjoying this whole manager? Like it's now kind of like legitly like a sport where there's draft picks and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, how much do you love it? It is the best. Um, Kate and ha- between Kate and having a faction, it's just like the most amazing support system you could ever ask for. Um, it, it's literally the difference. Like, even if you're going out, e- even tennis players who play singles still have a coach, mm-hmm. you know, like they still yeah. have someone in their corner helping them out and doing all that. I didn't have that for the first season and a half that I competed. So it's like, this has completely changed the game. Um, like, I, I feel like whether or not I'm competing with them, I have teammates. Like, um, like uh, Paul Preston texted me a few days ago and we were chatting about, like, strategy or something. Um, and he asked me a question about something. We chatted for, like, 15, 20 minutes on, you know, on Twitter. And then, like, but we're not teammates, but we're still on a team together, you know? Yeah. Like, we still yeah. have each other's backs. And, you know, having... Uh, Kate there to like fight our battles for us and you know uh, you know it's 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 changed everything this season in the best possible way and like with the dress and change like the the you know the the swapping and the dropping and mm-hmm. the free agents and <laughs> it's crazy for us fans it's it's absolutely crazy for us fans and for us who who play fantasy fantasy sports even it's that aspect that we that we love and crave whenever we're not doing it. And even though it's the first year doing it and it's always about learning curves and stuff, it seems like it's going just so perfectly. And even though we have this crazy epidemic going on, we're like Harloff and everybody is just, they're wiggling their way through it as perfect as they can. And today, today, like for me, I was, cause I, I live tweeted it on our, on our Twitter page. And it just, it was like the culmination of everything that, Harloff and Ellis that they've been wanting for so long, it feels legit more than ever. Like it's always been legit, but it it just feels like it's an actual serious worldwide thing by having characters like Jericho come in and having a free agent special where they come and they pop in and they announce it like a high school star would, or it's just, it's such a different level of Schmodown and it's for movie trivia. And it's so cool. You brought it up earlier, how it's movie trivia and wrestling together it just seems like it blends so well together. And today was like that perfect, just cherry on top of it all. Well, I mean, I, I, I think the thing that I love about the Schmodown is what I love about wrestling. It's that when you watch wrestling, like, uh, do you guys watch AEW, right? I watch a little bit, not all of it, but a little bit. Yeah. 
Okay, so if you've ever watched uh, a match with the Young Bucks, it is one of the most beautifully choreographed <laughs> matches you will ever mm. see. Like, it is stunning. It's, you know, choreographed. It is all scripted for the most part, but you're still, like, they're still throwing their bodies off the top ropes and, like, over things and into tables and stuff. And that still does really hurt no matter how well you train for it and how many times you practice it. So it's, but it's like the theatrics and like the ridiculousness and, you know, they wear <laughs> tassels and neon colors and, you know, it's just, it's insanity. And I think that that aspect has been personified in the Schmodown so beautifully and embraced and not made a mockery of anything that that's why the Schmodown is being given this platform to build and like incorporate people who literally do this for a living with Jericho. Like he yeah. would never involve himself in anything that wasn't, you know, mm -hmm. legit. Like, and so it, yeah. having him does give us like, you know, a level of legitimacy. Um, and now it's, now it's a whole other game. Yeah. Uh, I did want to ask was... before. Oh, go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. I was just going to say during, I mean, I was watching that free agency thing. It got up to 1300 people watching it at one time. Yeah. It, it's incredible to think where in the middle of the I work mean, for me. It, yeah. Work <laughs> yeah, work, yeah. Work day. There you go. Quarantine work day. What, what do those words mean anymore? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Who knows? But it's just crazy to think like we where from, for me looking at season one and where it is now. And now you're pulling in names like, like Chris Jericho and Kevin Smith to be in it and to compete. It's, it's wild. It's absolutely that are, wild. That are excited to do it and are like, yeah. yes. it out. Like every time that anybody brings up the Schmodown in one of Kevin Smith's live, you know, live events and like tweets about it or something, he's always like, Oh my God, the Schmodown, I cannot wait to compete. Like I need a match. And we're like, <laughs> just let us get this into the studio. <laughs> Cause I swear uh, if they do this, like, if they do a match like this, I'm going to be so angry. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, need I, to feel like, I feel like Har Harloff, I think I feel like Harloff is definitely going to make the call to be like, okay, we have to wait to get this thing in studio because of the hype that's built around it. Um, yeah. I did want to ask though, uh, before we get into to some den stuff, um, I obviously you would have liked to have had them with you in the den and that would probably would have been amazing. But what do you think about Jericho with Roxy and Kevin Smith with the Koi. I mean, do you have any opinions on how that kind of matches up for them? It makes perfect sense. I mean, I honestly, like, yeah. it's, yeah. Uh, sh was it Shannon Barney tweeted out, like, what's the over under on Rachel, like, asking Kate for a swap to the, to the Merc? And I was like, I can't handle that. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine if I got if I got traded to the Mercs and then ended up with Kevin Smith as my partner? I would be kind of tired for oh, like three matches. I'd be like, I love you. <laughs> He'd probably be, like literally. I can picture this in my mind. He'd be like, "Yeah, cool, come over and study." I'd be like, <laughs> uh, "Yeah, I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. Like too much. Like I know we've met. I've had that geek out moment, but he's so important to me in so many ways that like." I have to get all this geekiness out now. Yeah. <laughs> like today yeah. is the day just like just vomit it all over the place. Kevin I mean, knows I might, love him. You might end up at one time go against him. 
I would, I hope so. I think that that would be amazing. I think that that would be the perfect distraction for me to be able to like hang out with him and not like <laughs> have like be in front of the camera so I can't lose my mind. Well, I I think I think, I, I think the best scenario for you two to play each other might be a Kevin Smith exhibition match. Oh my god! No, that no, would so be. Here's, here's the thing: would it would he be competing or would he be at the desk? Because I feel I, like yeah, that that's a good question. Be, I feel like it would be great if he was at the desk and like I could compete against like I know PJ writes all the questions, but like mm -hmm. PJ Campbell is a huge Kevin Smith fan. Like that was one of the first <laughs> things that he and I bonded about. Um, and he, I think, I think that me versus PJ in a Kevin Smith off with Kevin Smith at the table with oh, it, 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 Ellis cannot be at the table with Kevin Smith. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, right, that would just right. be yeah. too much for my yeah. heart. Um, <laughs> it's hard enough for me to concentrate with Ellis at the table anyways, because Ellis <laughs> likes to say things under his breath and I hear everything he says and it's very hard for me to be like, <laughs> stop it. Um, but having Kevin with him would just be too much. Um, I think I think if he and Jay wanted to host, were at the table uh, together oh. with like with Harloff, I think that that would be a great like triple feature at the table. Um, but uh, yeah, I I would love to play Kevin. Um, it would be really funny if if we did like you know how they used to do the the drunk matches. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If Kevin Smith wanted to do a stoned match, I think he would still have like a Ooh. massive leg up on me, but I would be willing to like nibble on an edible <laughs> and, you know, cause he's a much higher functioning stoner than I am. I, I, I have an edible and I'm like, I'm going to go lay down for three days, <laughs> bring in the food. <laughs> oh man. So how is having Ben as a partner, someone that literally just was this guy in the background to now like, a force to be reckoned with. I mean, I feel like we are a force to be reckoned with. But uh, no, yeah. Ben is oh, great. no, absolutely. Um, no, <laughs> you're, no, nope. absolutely. Ben is amazing. Um, ben and I started talking when he first uh, started showing up to help out Emma um, at the matches and like help mm -hmm. her out with patron stuff and during the shoots and everything. So we would chat, you know, before shoot days started and then, you know, he'd come and hang out for drinks afterwards. And he's a really nice guy and we got along really well. So when we ended up on the same team, we were kind of like, awesome. That's pretty cool. We get along. And like, we started talking about our strengths and weaknesses and, um, he's just a really good guy to play with. Like he is incredibly knowledgeable. Um, if you watch our matches, like we constantly check in with each other, which is something mm -hmm. that like our first match, he leaned over at one point um, between the rounds. Like I, I readjusted my seat and sat down next to him and he leaned over and he was like, we got this. Like we started talking and I was like, that never happened with my last teammate. Like <laughs> he didn't care. He was like playing to the camera and I was just sitting there freaking out that we had like 12 points, you know, like. And now he's, you know, go, he's got his perfect first rounds and, uh, -huh. uh, and, you know, we're killing it in round two and we are, we know how to play each other's strengths in round three. Like we're, we, we are forced to be reckoned with. Yeah. It's, um, it's I'm ended really, up, really glad I have him on my side. It's ended up, uh, almost like a, a picture perfect world because you, you have had it. It's, it's no secret. You've had a rough run with partners to this point. And I feel like, um, you know, we had we had said it at the draft because we were sitting behind you guys at the booth. Yep, it, it was yeah. a shame. I was waiting for you. To... It was a shame that you had been drafted that late, first of all. 
but we were I don't damn think near it, booing. I don't, I don't think it could have been. I don't think it could have been more perfect because you ended up with Kate, and then you ended yes. up with Ben. And right now, you know, Ben obviously he's like leading contender for Rookie of the Year. People are actually talking about him. You guys as a team for the Pride are, you know, obviously you guys have Tom and Paul leading the leading the pack, but you guys are right That's there nipping at the heels good. and playing as just as good as they are, may not better at, the, at this point. And we can't wait to see your match. because We're, we're going to watch it tomorrow and do a reaction. Um, so it's, excited. I was we're, wondering we're, if you're going to talk about that tonight or not. No, we're, we're definitely going to get into it. We, we want you to preview and hype us up or whatever you can. Cause we're going to do a reaction tomorrow. And um, we're excited because we, we watched the first match of you guys and, you know, we, we thought it could go well. And we were excited to see how it would happen because we just felt like the two of you countered each other very well. But then seeing how the actual match played out, it's way better than what we were expecting. And, mm -hmm. and I mean, for lack of a better better phrase, we have high hopes for you guys yeah. and the den overall because, you know, Paul and Tom, they obviously lost the first match. We haven't seen much of them. And if you guys can kind of just like stride your way up there, that's good for the faction for sure. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, I was really surprised at how well our first match went. Like, you know, you can only hope and cross your fingers and say your prayers so much uh, when you first go into play. And like, you can be best friends and go into a match. And it's, you know, it was his, I think it was his second time mm -hmm. sitting at the table. Um, so like he had had a taste for it before, but like playing singles and playing teams, like the rhythm is completely different. And you do have to like be aware that there is another person that you are relying on and who is relying on you. Um, and we fell into that rhythm pretty seamlessly almost from the beginning like we had a few like missteps and like you know um now we know to watch each other during round one to see if the other one is like struggling to like use a jte for something because they're not really listening to the countdown or you know something like that we just need to like tighten up our team play but like we started off head and shoulders above where i expected us to be and then we're just continuing to improve upon our game and, and increase our, our um, communication. Um, but we have that level of trust and that understanding for us. So it's, it's going to be interesting for the rest of the season. <laughs> I, th I think that was one of the most noticeable things for me when we were watching is you guys flow so well together. Like, there are teams that are good. You know that there's not like a be like a strong click. You guys have that click and you guys pick up each other's faults or strengths and it just meshes and that makes you guys dangerous. I I in yeah. my opinion. So well, I mean and I'll I'll add to that, you know, I think it was in the post interview Ben had said that um he's not he's he's not very strong in Kevin Smith but he saw the confidence in you, obviously, and he goes, "We're gonna go with it." Like I, tr I trust yeah. her with with this category or, or these questions, and it's just it's a no brainer, and it knocks it out of the park. And so, for you don't see that with a lot of teams that happen right away, and it it's clicking, and it's awesome to see from from a viewing perspective. Yeah, you. It really takes a lot to like because everybody really wants to win, um, and they want to do everything that they can to ensure that 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 win happens. So especially when you have a new partner and like you're tr literally testing out the waters to be like, I'm not strong in this, but 
but I feel like you have this under control. I'm mm -hmm. going to let go of all control of this and let you take this and pray that you, you know, like I'm here for you and I support you, but like, this is my choice, like to let, yeah, just you go for it. Take your shot. I have yeah. faith in you. I'm not going to be disappointed if you fall. And like, that was like, that jarred me a little bit. Like that was so shocking. Um, because before I never really felt listened to or like, you know, I, it was just a weird situation that I was in before. And so now like, it's just, it's easy. Like it's, it's, it's like, we've known each other for years. We can communicate with a look at this point. Um, it's just really comfortable. It's really nice to have like that friend at the table with you. That's, that's, that's a good thing to have, dangerous. Yeah. Yes, yeah. very much so. Um, so I know that you can't divulge too much, obviously, because the match okay. has not aired and we have not seen it yet. But does that continue into this real rejects match that you guys have coming up? And um, I know it's probably shot a long time ago, but uh, anything you can say that that sets it up, sets the stage a little bit? Yes. So that's the perfect lead in, because uh, the first thing I want to make sure that people remember is that our first match aired, I think, like, oh, it was so long two ago. weeks after our after this match was taped so anything <laughs> okay. that any notes wow. that anybody had for our performance from our first match uh -huh. could not have been put into play for our second match <laughs> because it was already taped all right so yeah going knowing that going into the second round um i will say this because a lot of people gave us notes about being heels and you know how mm -hmm. to play that properly um we're playing the real rejects which <laughs> How can you be mad or like mean to Greg and John? Like so true, so true. You just can't. <laughs> they also do something at the very beginning of this match before it starts that like sets the entire the tone for the entire match, Perfect. and it's just one of it's it's just amicable. We're just there having fun and like occasionally making little digs at each other, but like in a very fun way. Um, because you just, you can't be mean to them. They are sunshine embodied and they're just <laughs> they so wonderful. I adore both of them so dearly. So it was like, like we didn't even, like Ben and I didn't even talk about it before the match. I don't think that we were just like, <laughs> we're not going to be out, go out there and like be mean to them or like try and be a heel to them. Like, we're just going to go out and have fun and, um, and just do our best. It is, I will say this, it is a fantastic match. Um, mm. it's, uh, it's really good. Uh, we both showed up. Um, I think a lot of people are really going to like it. And I'm really, I'm glad that if, because we had to stop filming, I'm glad that this is the last one to air of the taped matches because it does set a really good tone for the rest of the season. That's awesome. I mean, it's it's really no it's no surprise. To us. Yeah, I, hey, there you go. There's the hype up moment. Um, it's no surprise because I mean, we talked about you guys and how you performed, but they also showed up so way so like shockingly in their first match too. Um, yeah. And to, and to see those two, you two, go to head to head, it it definitely makes sense that it's a great match. Yeah, they like studied or something. <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe it's that manager factor you were talking about. Maybe yeah, that has something to maybe do with it. Maybe. I mean, if you actually look back, like a lot of people kind of treat them the same way that they treated the Wildberries, where they're kind of like, oh, these guys are just kind mm -hmm. of jokesters and blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. like, uh -huh. no, go back and look at their record. Like, 
few seasons ago, John Humphrey had like an 11 round run in the free for all, like out of nowhere, like was not booked <laughs> that day. Got asked to join in, came in to skin a marinky dinky dink with like a <laughs> hobby horse and like went 11 rounds, like yeah. Yeah. out of nowhere because he's John Humphrey. Um, <laughs> and he's a magical unicorn like that. Um, so it's one of those things where you just you don't know what you're gonna get with them, but I think that they've kind of solidified and have, are starting to be consistent, which is a scary thing for the league. Like they're they're a good team, and they're they're yeah. similar to you guys in the vein that they, as far as paper goes, or technically, they aren't the number one team on their faction, so there's no pressure for them, and they can perform just like you guys are doing. And just like, just like the pride, it is a dangerous asset to have. Yeah. I mean, I think that they have, because I, I feel like they didn't have, I, I, this sounds horrible, but I don't think they had as much to prove as we did because they have been around That's for, fair. like they're one of the longest running teams now Yeah, that haven't been broken up because mm -hmm. of anarchy or trades or anything. Um, they've been together for like three seasons. They yeah. have a, and because they have like a two and five record or a one and five or I think they're two and, and five now, two and five now. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like a two and five record. So it's not like they have a lot to prove. It doesn't seem like they're <laughs> trying to dig themselves out of that hole. Whereas we won our first match. We're one and oh, we're one of the only, you know, undefeated teams in the league. And now we have our second match to try and advance that. So like, I feel like we have a we had a little more pressure going on us going into this match, whether it was you know uh, from you know the fans or from Christian or from ourselves. It was never from Kate because Kate is like the chillest ever. <laughs> She'll just hand us lasagna from her fanny pack and be like, "Go, don't get hurt. Go play on the playground." <laughs> uh, love her, um, but she's the best. So it's it. I felt like it was a calmer pressure if that makes any difference yeah it definitely does it definitely does yeah. <laughs> no makes total sense so now that i mean they're not locked in but you've pretty much got your your den formed how are you how are you feeling about who's there your teammates faction members we you liking Great. it so far who you got yeah we lost dead weight it's fine Ooh, that's the yes. I, I, told, I told Brian to ask. I told Brian to ask, and you led right into it. That's perfect. Yeah, perfect. That's... Yeah, I'll take that bait. It's fine. Um... <laughs> no, I, I, you, I didn't even throw the bait. You jumped right on the ship. It was, uh, no. I saw you bringing out the fishing hook and the yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'll yeah, just, yeah, I'll totally. just that's jump true. in the boat. Like, don't put a hole in my cheek. It's fine. Um, that's true. But no, it's. Uh, I think that. I think that what happened happened for a reason. Uh, we'll see how this progresses. I think that Tom and Paul are an incredibly deadly team. Like yeah. honestly, had that had that match had the had that had that opponent's choice gone any different way, legitimately any other wheel slice, we could be having a very different conversation Agreed. about who's in first place right now. Um, but because, I mean, it woulda, shoulda, coulda, um, but they are dangerous. Um, and I am so excited for them to get another match to come back and redeem themselves and to just prove that, you know, 
they're one of the best teams. I mean, they almost set the team record that mm. match. Like, that's insane. <laughs> it was their first match together, too, and they played yeah. so beautifully together. It was just that one hiccup that, you know, between uh, but the call between Kate and them as players, like, it just, they made the wrong call, and, you know, sometimes that's all it takes to to lose a match. Like, in the past, I had so many matches that, you know, Devin and I could have won had some, like, had one thing different changed. Like, uh, our we were we were pop we it was very well known that round three we made all the wrong calls like every single one of our matches if we had swapped our two and three point questions we would have won like yeah it's it's a judgment call and sometimes it just bites you so that'll be amazing to see james white getting involved is going to be fantastic i can't wait to see who vanessa gets paired with because she either has James or Alex to get paired with. And mm-hmm. I think everyone is sleeping on Alex. He is insanely good. That boy has knowledge. Um, I don't think anybody watches more movies than he does, honestly. Um, yeah. And so that'll be interesting. We're going to see what happens in the IG tournament with Saul and yeah. Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, Saul is just a sniper. Like, just he's just off sitting in New York, like in his <laughs> in his apartment, just like watching all these awful IG movies, and he's just he's amazing. And then Ben, I mean, we we've seen what he can do, and uh, if you guys have seen the uh, um, the patron matches, like he, yes. you know, like he's a threat. So it'll be interesting to see who everybody gets paired with in round one. And Sean's going to, you know, dominate the star Wars league. It's going to be interesting to see with Molly in and yeah. see if she can hack it. Yep. I mean, I know she can, I'm terrified of her mainly because she is just <laughs> intense. Well, and they tiny just dropped and who, who she's playing against in the first round and it's Adam Witt. Yeah. So, <laughs> Oh, that's going to be a great match. Right. I can't wait yeah. to watch. Oh, Adam's it's so good. good. He's such he's such a good person. I love him so much. Did you guys <laughs> yeah. watch? Uh, speaking of Adam Wood, have you guys watched the uh, their commentary, uh, the movie guys commentary? Yes, on, I did. Uh, Star Wars, a new. Yeah, oh, I did. My. It's so good, so good. Guys, if you haven't watched it, open another tab, earmark it for later. <laughs> movie guys, Star Wars. They are br- it the, is, the two of them are brilliant. They literally comment on the entire. Uh, it was a New Hope, right? Yes. Yeah, they watch A New Hope, but commentate on it like they're watching a sport, but they switch sports however <laughs> they need to. So they go from like hockey to football to baseball to so bowling, good. I think, at one point. It is amazing and fantastic. Yeah. You just can't so get any better than that. <laughs> All right, Rachel. Well, before we get you out of here, um, I know you're doing a whole bunch of things. You got your show on Thursday. Is there anything you want to plug um, before we get you out of here? Yeah, so I just sent out, uh, so Thursdays I have my movies, music, and mayhem show. Uh, this week I have Mark Riley coming on. Yodi! Uh, I'm so excited, uh, mainly because I get to see him and probably Julie and more than likely my my niece pup Leia. Um, yeah. So he'll be on. Uh, it's at 7.30 uh, Pacific uh, Daylight Time. So uh, go in, find my YouTube. It's uh, Rachel Silvestrini, I believe. Uh, or you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at rmsilvestrini. All the links are there. Um, I have a Patreon uh, that we do some real fun stuff uh, that you can come join. Um, and then, yeah, just come and hang out. It's going to be fun. 
Awesome. And we'll see well, what happens this insane season. Yeah. <laughs> we have a long way to go. Anna. We have a long way to go. I picked We're you guys to excited. win the I picked you guys the den to win the whole thing. So we'll see. It's an yeah, uphill battle dope. and anything can happen with these tournaments. <laughs> yeah. So it's gonna be <sighs> We are very excited to see that match this weekend. Again, guys, uh, this is Rachel Silvestrini. She is part of the Pride. That match debuts this Friday against the Real Rejects. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to having you again, and uh, hopefully it's not too not too long out. Yeah, anytime, guys. I'm here for you. Have awesome. a great night, Have guys. a good night. Thank you. Bye. Wait. All right, Brian, there we go. Another one in the books. How you She's doing, awesome. man? Yes, she is. She She is. She's killing it over there. Uh, part of the pride, She's part fine. of the den, um, one of the best factions in the league. And they're, you know, they have great players. She named them off. Like she just ran through the whole, the whole faction and they're absolutely killing it over there. So yeah, she's um, finally no, getting no the respect she deserves. Agreed. But, I definitely like, agree with that. We, we, I mean, I remember us very vividly <laughs> at the draft multiple times. Oh, this is her going. Nope. Oh, this is her going no, and we're like, what are they thinking? But then, it where she landed is couldn't have been a better spot. Yeah, it it was it was the we had talked about it how it was the most shocking, um, the most shocking part of it that she had gone so far. And it was funny because a lot of a lot of managers have been like, oh, this person, she's such a great call, but it would never be her name. And we're just thinking to ourselves like, why are you not? pairing her with someone that's already yep. been picked or why are you not picking her but again it worked out in her favor and you know she may have fallen but most of the time we see this in sports all the time and the first person who comes to mind right is someone like an Aaron Rodgers where they go so late in the draft but they end up in the perfect position yep. for their for their season their career whatever it is and that's definitely the case when it comes to Kate as a manager Ben as a partner you have Tom and Paul in the faction Right. All these things are happening in free agency and stuff. It just it seemed to work out perfectly for her. Yeah, the, the den is very much so meshing together and it's just it's going to work for them. And I think they've got a lot of good things going their way uh, moving forward. And, you know, it doesn't hurt that uh, you want to look good if I'm Kevin Smith and uh, Jericho too, yeah. right? So <laughs> now that they're in the league, there's hard. I, I know she was talking, she was talking about like um, a little bit of an easier pressure, but now that they're in the league, who knows? Like if she gets that Kevin Smith slice, she, she might start sweating a little bit more now that Kevin Smith may be watching. Um, but let's, let's go ahead and uh, talk about some of the other free agents we have here. Cause they were, it was crazy. We talked about it. It was wild. Um, a lot of names, a lot of factions got involved. And the first one that we could talk about, the one that had been talked about for a while, we were surprised that she didn't get drafted. Um, and we were ultimately surprised, a little surprised where she ended up. And that is Molly Damon. Um, with the Star Wars tournament coming, uh, it only makes sense that she was finally picked up. And, you know, since the Star Wars tournament was announced, people are making trades like Roxy made a trade. Uh, for a Star Wars player, right? And she didn't think that she was going to be able to get Damon. Then it comes out that they decided as a couple that like, no, like we can't do this together on the same faction. And so, you know, Roxy makes a trade for a Star Wars player. And um, ultimately, Sam Levine lands her. And this is massive, man, because four days ago, Sam Levine and the usual suspects coming out of the draft, they looked like one of the coolest teams, right? They looked like a cool faction. They had Drew McQueen, the Andrew Guy, Janine the Machine uh, heading that faction. And then after two matches they got flipped on their head 
And so they needed to do things to kind of save their season. And boy, did they not only did they trade for <laughs> Ethan big time Irwin, but they also got three massive free agents with Molly Damon leading their star Wars picks. This could be big for them in the tournament. Yeah. I mean, we know Robert Meyer Burnett doesn't say no to trades like uh, trade. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's more so every trade goes through me, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's almost that he's the commissioner of trades. Because exactly. Everything exactly. Seems, seems to flow through him uh -huh. first. Um, but uh, yeah, Molly to usual suspects is. I mean, come on, like Scary. I love that. She, I love that she wants to like, no. I'm married to Alex Damon, but you're going to respect me and you're going to know who I am. And I, I cannot wait. Star Wars is going to be a bloodbath. I feel like yeah, this year. Cause God, I, I said it, I said it on, uh, cause I, I, like I was doing the live, the live thing on Twitter and I pulled a quote from her and she was, she was, she said, she goes, everybody kept telling me to just team up with team up with Alex on the rock stars or go to Roxy. And she goes, I didn't want that. I want competition. Like she has this <laughs> fire in her to play. She's a Sith. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, she does the dark gray stuff, so it only fits. But and that's why that's why we thought she was going to go to corruption. And she put that she put out that cryptic tweet tweet about or Instagram about causing chaos. And she obviously led everyone in a different direction, but she can yep. easily cause chaos this way. Um, it's going to be fun because, you know, she, we've seen her in the Schmodown before, and as Harloff said on the special today, um, she debuted to 600-plus people, and that is unfair <laughs> to anybody to do Absolutely. in your first-ever Schmodown match. Um, you put her in a studio match, or or if it's if it happens to be streaming, or it's going to be Twitch, obviously, um, a little bit more in her element. She can study, and who knows if Alex is maybe helping her on the side. I don't know, but they do it on a daily. Like, that's their life she could end up making some major damage and saving the season for Sam because right now there's not a lot going for the usual suspects outside of the star Wars division. And it's a huge get because of that reason. I mean, she knows all of Damon's secrets. So, <laughs> That's true. I mean, That's very true. I mean, she, she could literally ruin him <laughs> because <laughs> you know, she, she wants to prove herself and she knows what works clearly because mm -hmm, he wins. Mm -hmm. That makes her that much more dangerous. 100%. And it, I cannot wait. We got the little uh, uh, schedule bracket announced, and we know she's going against Adam Witt, which I think is That's, a is, perfect I, first round. I, I, I don't, I don't remember. Is she the first match? I believe so. Uh, and that's, was, that's next week. Yeah, twentieth. It's nine days away. That's gonna be crazy. My, um, yeah, that's, that's so much fun. So much. Fun. It's gonna be wild. I cannot. All right, Star let's Wars go ahead and move wild. on. Let's go ahead and move on to a couple of these other free agents. Not a couple, I guess. A lot of them. Um, we'll run through as many as we can here and comment on it as much as possible. Uh, I have the list here, and this is just chronologically how it went down. Scott Manson, the Burning Droogs. No surprise for me. Um, it's happy. I'm very happy to see the Manson back. Uh, he was always such a yeah. bright, um, exciting presence in the league, and he always brought something different. And I know that he's been incredibly busy. He's off doing great things, but um, it makes sense because him and Robert Meyer Burnett have that connection. They have that Star <laughs> Trek connection. So it only makes sense that he goes there. Any thoughts on Mance going there? 
So he has been very prevalent in my early watches. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of cool. I was like, I know that guy. And so <laughs> like, uh, it was kind of, cause he's, he's loud and he makes himself known and he's very competitive too. So I I'm curious to see his, like, you know, the, the best that fire, the best moment with Mance you have not seen yet. I will just say that. Ooh. Okay. So like uh, next on the list, uh, we have Perry Nemiroff to the quirky marks again. Um, no surprise that she's back, but I will say that a little bit of surprise that she goes with a koi, but ultimately it does, it does make really? sense a little bit after her ex explanation. I understood where she was coming from and it's interesting. And I don't know if this will happen. Um, and it's just like, kind of like a, like an idea that floated in my head, but after the signing of Kevin Smith, could you imagine a Perry and Kevin Smith team together? The Dude. two of them, like, I don't know if it'll happen, but they're both brand new to the team, right? And I don't know how much Kevin Smith is actually going to compete because we know he's a busy guy, and especially when all this stuff ends. But Perry's knowledge and Kevin Smith's knowledge uh, managed by Akoi Jandru, like that would be a fun <laughs> team to watch. But ultimately, I mean, Perry to, to, with Koi is is definitely an interesting one, but it does make sense in my mind. That one, didn't, it's funny because that one didn't surprise me at all. I almost kind of always felt like if she was going to come back, that's where she would go. Just, just from the managers, like, see, Koi, Koi kind of almost to me seems perfect for her. And so I, I like, thought of a Roxy too. I don't know why Roxy came to mind a little bit, uh, but I know Roxy had her eyes on on some bigger, you know, bigger fish, obviously. But I mean, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Duh, yeah, she was psyching, psyching <laughs> out going for Sabrina Ramirez when she's going for AEW wrestlers <laughs> the entire time. Here we know here we were like, oh, she didn't get, pull that off. And then she's like, yeah, right. Here's That's the middle the first thing that popped in my head when Sabrina, pulled. when Sabrina announced that I was like, oh, man, she didn't go to the rock stars or oh, Molly yeah. didn't go to the rock stars. And then 20 minutes later, Jericho, like, what oh. the hell? <laughs> like jesus um okay yeah. so on from perry we're on to sabina graves and i know you don't know sabina graves much because she's in the later seasons um she was partnered with sean a little bit aware okay of her. okay cool uh, so, um yeah. she was partnered with sean gerber for a while and they had a cool little run there but she has great knowledge um she can definitely make some make some moves uh whether it's a singles or possibly in a teams and i'm not sure who she'd be partnered up with um but that's definitely a cool move for sam levine adding another player because he was only down to six He's down to six, so he yeah. needed to add something, and luckily he got these players. Um, next is the loan corruption ad from Adam Collins, a fan league player. Uh, we've seen how well fan league players have done in the past. You know, Chance Ellison, a Paulo Yama, Robert Parker this Kevin year. Smets. Uh, Kevin Smets, you are correct. Um, and so that'll definitely be interesting, but for corruption to have their loan addition be him, that does speak volume. Yeah, no, it, I mean, if Shan Shannon's not going to take schmucks, so like she obviously did her research if she's pulling out of the fan league because there's still tons of people you could grab that are not fan league mm -hmm. competitors. So she must have seen something in him to pull him out of the fan leagues, put him on a namesake team like Corruption and give him that shot. So yeah. I'm curious to see how that one works. Agreed. The next, uh, the next is a big one. It's a name that's been talked about for a while. Is Sean Gerber? Um, he, we'll, we'll see him soon in the uh, the Marvel, uh, the MCU exhibition match. Uh, but mm -hmm. he goes to Swag, and Winston gets a he gets a big grab here because Sean, um, you put him in the right situations, and the game kind of goes his way a little bit. He can really be dangerous. 
Um, I was, it's funny. I was scrolling through Twitter after all this had happened. And um, because swag has Adam Lavick, obviously. And so you're wondering like, okay, like what's like, what's going on here? A little back and forth. Nothing really came of it as of yet. Um, but I do like the addition because Winston is, I, Winston is such a great manager and he knows how yeah. to, he knows how to, he's coach. a great personality. Yeah. Well, he also knows how to coach people who may not have the wealth of knowledge in the right direction. And yeah. It, it's very surprising because he's a first-time manager, but it, it's John Gerber and Swag could definitely be a big fit. Yeah, he's a very positive force, and I think it'll work well, very well. And that also adds on to the next edition, which was Frank Moran um, to Swag, which is a huge get. And I know that um, Harloff had said that he thought, or many people thought that Kaiser um, was going to be able to grab Frank Moran. Um, I don't have too much recollection of Frank Frank Moran at the moment, but I know that he is a big name that people were really going after. Um, Swag has already kind of been up on the up and ups, and they've been doing some damage as of late. But if you get someone like him or Sean Gerber uh, who can do damage in the right spots, that could really help your team. Um, so I'm no surprised that Winston. I, I'm not surprised that Winston was able to sway some guys their way. Yeah, I mean when. Winston's easily one of the most likable people. So like just, you just want to be around someone like that. So that, I mean, I'm not surprised that he was able to sway someone probably away from Kaiser like that. So agreed. And that leads right into the dungeons, uh, one and only free agents grab of the year. And that is Andres Gallego. And we don't know anything about him. Um, he's not a fan leaguer. He's a friend to, um, the great editor nerd chronic, um, and he gives him some, uh, good, good namesake there. Uh, but he's a fan. He's, he's a fan just like we are, but he has, he has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. I don't know if you, you watched the, the, the special, correct? Which, well, um, which special did you watch the, 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 sorry, the free agent special today? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So you saw him and he, he kind of seemed like he had a little bit of fire under him to kind of get going. Um, he had, like, and that on fire. Yeah. And it's, it, it, what's funny is about it is like, even when we were at the draft, um, we had we had walked away being like, okay, Kaiser's moves are very odd, we very are. interesting, <laughs> right? Like it's it, but three yeah. weeks ago we were talking, we were talking and we're like, okay, Holy everything's kind of starting to come together here. He's he he is the best at finding diamonds in the rough. And mm -hmm. he he does something with these players, whether it's just the coaching or the way he says that he throws it in the dungeon and throws away the key. Um, he just does something to light a fire under players and lets them make do this, do their thing. And so if this guy could really, if he could become like a dungeon person, like a Robert Parker or someone like that, and kind of just make it, make a, a dungeon head, here, make a point here. Yeah. Dungeon head. There you go. Um, it, I mean, if that's their lone edition, I know that they were going for Frank Moran, but if that's their lone edition or their second edition, I mean, you got to have some, there's something there for that. If let's put this, way, if nerd chronic from how amazing he is, is telling you like this guy's good. You should probably take word and advice <laughs> of that. So yeah, agree. yeah cause he's not going to throw some schmuck out there and be like, yeah, this guy's probably pretty good. Cause that's his namesake. <laughs> and come on. That agreed. Agreed. All right. So we're going to move on right to the, the biggest name in the free agency that, uh, that well we, that we didn't know about that that we, that we didn't know about <laughs> yeah that, so um she Sabrina Ramirez's name was essentially just a wildfire the last couple weeks everyone had been going after her, and this had started 
months ago from SEN Live where Kate was on and they like doing this little side thing. And so everybody had kind of thought that there were two options for her to go to the den because she had this familiar faces with Ben. She she had been on SEN Live with Kate or to go to swag because of her connection with uh, Ace and RB3. Nobody, nope. I don't think anybody really saw Finsock exchange happening. I know that Roxy was in the mix as well. She had talked about it. Sabrina was on her was on live with the Roxy today. Um, I, although when when it was announced, I was a little shocked that the, it was the Finsock exchange. When I sit back and look at it, I really am not surprised. I really yep. am not surprised yep. that this is the case. Um, and she had talked about it on live with the Roxy, but uh. Apparently, uh, Dagnino's pitch was like out of this world. But then you throw in the fact that there's four champions over there who can coach her. Yeah, it, it's it's it brings some gravitas to the situation. I, I when I heard it, I went, "Oh my god, you've got to be kidding me!" Like what? And then the more you sit on it, you're like, "That's a genius move on her part." Yeah, like it's a very smart play because, I mean. Finstock, half the time we're like, damn, this guy knows what he's doing. Other half we're like, what is he doing? <laughs> Regardless of those, she has champions to learn from. Champions. And so if she's as crazy good as I mean, I mean, we saw on Twitter people were literally fighting over her within like five <laughs> minutes of like well, the free. She tweeted, she put a tweet out and then she attached five managers. And then it was just like chaos. Like it just, yeah. it just chaos. So, I mean, at the end of the day, when you're sitting back, it's very smart play on her part. Agreed. Um, okay. So we're going to also move on to uh, Robert of late to the party. And this is where the heartache comes in because yeah, uh, I've been following late to the party for a while now. Uh, I love their reviews and their reactions and um, their channel is just so it's so just like, you know, it just kind of like gets you hyped up when they start doing stuff. And they've always been a bright spot in the showdown too. Obviously, they're such great at entrances, and they're such good personalities together. Um, and when Robert was on, I was like, <laughs> "Wait a second, are they going to do something together?" And then he goes, "Well, we're splitting up." And I just like, "Oh my god, no!" Like, like the party, yeah. like it's no more. But the it's cool thing wild is, berries all over again. It, well, the cool thing that people are talking about is late to the party civil war. Like, you've got to have them play each other. Like, just the hype oh around my that. God. But so Robert, he chooses Sam for the usual suspects, which is a great move for him, especially after the additions they made and the addition of Ethan Irwin. And Vanessa chooses the den. We talked about it with Rachel. Um, a great choice for her as well. Uh, we've seen um, how well the den has been doing as a collective and what Katie's been doing as a manager. And Rachel talks about how, uh, you know, each person in the faction is supporting each other. When you go solo by yourself, you can feel lonely at times. But if you have nine other people or 10 other people around you texting you, talking to you about Shimona and her stuff, it feels very welcoming. And I have no doubt that that's going to happen for both of them. She, I love the way, like, we had Robert give his, he seemed very <laughs> nice and whatever. And then she came in like, let's do this. Like, yeah, she was like, yeah. It was very much like, yeah, we're breaking up. Wait till you see me play. <laughs> it, like it's, it's funny. It's almost it's almost like she wanted to. Like she had this level I of think like she did. Yeah, like there was like I, this level of like, yeah, I kind of want to do this on my own now. I, I think I kind of got that vibe too, where she was just kind of like, because she was giving him like, 
little funny dab. Uh, well, like, the jabs the, when he came in, he goes, "Is that a fat joke?" Like <laughs> the, the little playful jokes. Like it was so good. But I, I'm excited because she she seems like she's kind of like I'm going to prove to you how good I am, uh -huh. and just kind of like like we almost kind of maybe like. I was the one pulling the weight on this team. Like just kind of, I don't know. I kind of got this like, not like he vibe, but like this undertone of like, a, maybe she's like, setting something up. Maybe, but maybe it just kind of just like, a, wait till you see me come out. Like yeah, that's kind of what cool. this vibe I got. Yeah. Which, yeah that's, that's fun. That, that's a really, that's really cool. Especially when you add it to, to the den and their roster and their managers, that's a cool addition. Um, yep. We talked about J Chris Jericho a little bit. Uh, we didn't dive into it uh, a whole lot. Obviously, it's massive, um, but Rock. I mean, Huge. before the Chris, before excuse me, before the Kevin Smith thing happened, um, I, I mean, I know that the Schmodown world blew up for Brett and Zafleter Flaus and that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's it's. The way the community blew up for Chris Jericho, it proves why this is such a special community. Um, not just because of that he's a professional wrestler and he's got this, you know, this legendary career behind him. And we have Booker T in some events and, you know, Brad's doing some commenting here and there. But the fact that that he wasn't courted, I, I don't know, you didn't hear the story, but um, on Rundown today, uh, Roxy told the story of how it happened. She wasn't, it wasn't a never initially happening. He texted her saying, when are we getting the Schmodown thing happening? And then she's oh. like, well, I have a roster spot. And so that's kind of how it happened. Um, and for the fact, the fact that like that he wanted to be a part of it is huge for the league. Yeah. And, you know, Ra Rachel had said like the amount of AW fans that are going to be coming, like overloading the system of, of views or whatever when he plays but can you imagine the, the wildness of that being yeah right it's, into this it's it's, it's going to be crazy and just like bravo to roxy for pulling this off and making yeah. the move of the century at the time um because it's huge <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then that great that great video that he posted like totally coming That's in as a wrestler and, you, you know what's funny about it is that um we talk about how roca's great on the mic and how all these characters are great on the mic right Everyone is going to be put to bed when he comes <laughs> yeah. in. It's not even going to be fair because he is literally a professional Mike Tucker. It's not even yep. going to be fair to anybody. I, and I, I put a comment in on the rundown and I was like, I need to see Jericho versus Finsock exchange. I, I just, I need to see that as far as the mics go. I, I 1000% needed to see that happen. I know that the Kevin Smith thing is going to happen and that's going to be great. But I need to see Jericho versus uh, versus Finstock. I need to see Jericho versus Roca. I need to see Jericho versus Bateman. It just it it would be so much fun to see that. And then you have Roxy sitting there just like smiling, like twirling her mustache, like yeah, <laughs> the guy did this. It's gonna be so fun to see when he enters the league because he's gonna get thrown matches. Obviously, he's a huge name. Uh, it's oh, it's so much fun to see. It's so good. Can you imagine just like the poor person? Let's just say that Kevin Smith wasn't his first matchup. Just yeah, one oh of our our nice general general schmoes. Just him coming out, his whole personality going nuts, and the other person's just like, yeah. <laughs> like, how do you even go up against that? It's not just fair. Like, it's really not fair. No, 
I could just see some like someone just so quiet and simple, just like, hey, how's it going? And then him just ah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's gonna it's gonna be a blast. I can't wait to see that happen. I know, I know. I, I hopefully I know that he's probably, but we're gonna wait for to see it in studio because that's the way you do this type of match. Um, yeah. The the atmosphere that it's gonna bring. Uh, whether it's just him or or him and Kevin Smith is going to be incredible. So um, that's definitely a big pull. Uh, we go to the next big one that happened out of nowhere, just kind of th got thrown up on Twitter. Uh, Doug Benson for Sam Levine. This is big so because awesome. uh, he he obviously has he's a name recognition guy, um, and it it makes sense because Sam goes on his podcast. You know they have a connection as far as uh, uh, movies and television and stuff like that, and so but. He wasn't a name that people were expecting. I guess, you know, you know, Harleff had said that nobody can go after free agents unless every manager knows about it. So he was obviously on the list, but it just seems like everybody overlooked him. And Sam sitting back, nope, I'm going with Doug Benson. Like, that's my guy. Yeah. And he could definitely, he's a guy that can really, really shake some things up for them. Yeah, it, it was funny just because it was like, whoa, he come from. But then, like, we don't know what goes around behind the yeah. scenes and stuff yeah. but like if if you're gonna use a spot like you're obviously not gonna pick someone you don't believe in and especially sam sam's not gonna pick up some i was gonna say some random schmo but that <laughs> can't use that one. some random some random person and just be like hey yeah fill this spot no he's especially someone like him but i mean that one to me is the most like interesting. I'm curious to see how that plays out. So yeah, we, we don't have a lot of like details. We don't have a lot of details on on what division or if he's going to do teams or singles. But either yeah. way, he brings he brings something to the table. Whatever. I mean, you can think about it, but like, what if that's Janine's new partner? Like, there's a oh. team for you right there. You know, I mean, that could work out in Janine's favor because you know, obviously, people are like, oh my god, bring Time Machine back together, but you obviously are going to throw Ethan or yeah. Andrew guy together. Like that, that just makes sense. You can throw a Doug Benson with a Janine. I guarantee you their strengths offset each other. And so that could Probably. be something cool for Sam. Yeah. And, you know, like we had mentioned a week ago, the usual suspects look like they were down and out bottom of the barrel. They make a bunch of moves. They do what they need to do. And they're again, they're looking right up and it's, it, it's fun. It's really fun to see. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm that one. Honestly, I'm probably most curious to see how that plays out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I don't know a lot about his new knowledge. And so I'm, I it's, I'm the most interested to see how he is as a player when it comes to the Shimona, because we know how different it is from movie knowledge and regular movie trivia to actually being a part of it. Um, and a lot of these players have obviously played before they know the game. And so I'm definitely interested, but you have, you have the inglorious one, one of the greatest players ever as your manager and Rachel, yeah. not to mention, uh, and Rachel right there too. Yeah, and so you it, can't, it definitely makes sense. She clearly has her hand in some <laughs> oh, stuff. Yeah. So you, yeah. you, you can't count it's so, her out. It's so funny. Uh, I think it was on, um, I think it was on the free agent special. Someone put a comment and then they snapshotted it and they circled yeah. and Rachel's comment. And it us. said, it said we and us and people are like freaking out. And it's like, like, come on guys. It, like obviously they live in the same household. Yeah. They're going to be talking about it. Um, okay, so that one that one shifts Drop us the bomb, to Jake. Drop yeah, the bomb. That one shifts us to the biggest one, which is Kevin Smith uh, uh, to the Quirky Works. And we had talked about it when when Perry had signed with uh, signed with Coy, and then Coy rescinded all of his offers. 
He's like, nope, I, I'm, I'm leaving a spot open. My head instantly went to, well, he's going for Kevin Smith. That's what he's going for. Whether it happens or not, that's who he's shooting his shot for. He shot a shot. I mean, it worked out. We talked about it. The two factions that it would have made most sense for was Sam because of the connection as far as acting and stuff like that. But also Koi because Koi did a comic book movie shopping with him, which is a huge deal. They spent a day together. They probably talk here and there. And it really does just fit. I mean, Koi's attitude as a manager, Koi's team, Kevin Smith fits into that fold. Um, it's wow. Kevin, Chris Jericho, and then Kevin Smith, the director of one of my all time favorites in mall rats. I mean, like he's in the smoke. like, that's so cool. The fact that he is a competitor. Yeah. Not just a commentator, not just, not just a no. commentator or anything, a competitor. He is on the same playing field as everyone else. And that's crazy to think about that. I mean, he, I don't, I, I almost lose words <laughs> thinking about him being in this just because it's mind blowing to me. Yeah. Like yeah. where, and I've even been around since the beginning, but just from where I started to where I am now, blows my mind i can't even imagine the people that have been around since the very beginning and now you're seeing names like this coming in to compete and play as a competitor like it's insane it's absolutely insane that it's it's pulling in people like this and he's excited yeah he's people are saying stuff to him and he's like, get me on it. It's a matter of when, not if at this point. And the fact that he's with Koi is you can't script it any better. Like those two are gonna like complete each other in this in nerddom of <laughs> that stuff. So it's like uh, it blows my mind. Absolutely blows my mind. And we we know when Koi is on screen, he he is like an adrenaline, an adrenaline junkie who's on adrenaline, who's on adrenaline, like his, <laughs> his energy level, everybody. his energy. It's, it's so much more than that though. Could you, can you just picture what that pre-show interview is going to be like when it's him and Kevin Smith standing oh next to each other? Oh my God, I didn't even think. <laughs> like, and then you have Roxy and Jericho on the other side going back and forth with each other. Like it's, I, I love Koi and I, we had talked about this, but I had picked the quirky works at the beginning of the season. Cause I felt like. I, I, I talked about last year how Shazam kind of just like shot up for me as a team. And I, I went with them. I was like a ride or die with Bibiani and, and, and Brennan. Um, and and this this definitely, it it helps the cause. I don't know how much he'll be playing compared to the other people, but um, it definitely makes me feel a little bit better about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Because I was thinking that same thing. I was like, you know, they pick Corky Mercs. And I'm like, they're not going to look so hot. And but then you just, yeah, it's, yeah. Go ahead. Go and then ahead. you throw freaking Kevin Smith. You're like instantly like shit. <laughs> like, well, and, they're and gonna the be... cool thing is I know that we're going to get a singles match. Like the, the fight's going to be Jericho versus Smith, but I was thinking about this. What if, yeah, I talked about it. A Perry and a Kevin Smith together would be a dangerous team um, I don't know how their knowledge stacks up against one another, 
but it could be a fun team to watch because we've seen Perry compete before. She's knowledgeable in a lot of things. Then you throw in something like a Kevin Smith, who's very indie driven, small movies, stuff like that. It could be a very cool team for Koi on the back end. I mean, I would be not shocked if he even touched his toe in inner geekdom. Like, I mean, who does Koi have for inner geekdom? Oh, he has Mara. <gasps> Whoa, yeah. good call. Right? Like, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see. I don't maybe. know. You never. I think it's. I think it's. I think his film knowledge might be a little bit stronger than his inner geekdom knowledge. Oh, um, I mean, I wouldn't. I meant it more as just like I wouldn't be surprised if he just wanted to just do one. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe he wants just, to touch the toe and everything a little bit. Yeah, I mean, very possible. I don't. I don't think anyone would be opposed to him just hopping around, just trying every single <laughs> thing out. <laughs> That'd so. be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that wraps up uh, free agency, guys. Uh, I know that we had some trades that covered uh, before free agency happened. Brian, we won't get into discussion about them because we've been talking about them the last couple of days. Just run through those quickly, all the droppings in the free agents or the, the trades, excuse me. Um, so we obviously had the trade heard around Schmodown Twitter, which was uh, Brandon Hanna getting traded from the den to uh the burning droogs for james white um i mean hannah's on a tear on twitter <laughs> right now but it couldn't be any more and it's not gonna stop entertaining. it's not gonna stop no oh no it's no it's not gonna stop anytime soon um and then we have uh the next one which again robert Marbet never says no to a trade uh dater uh paramo and knapsack and our first showing of a 2021 uh, uh, draft pick, yep. which, uh, the first round pick, uh, being traded to the Burning Droogs for uh, Ethan Irwin. Quite mind blowing. Did not uh, expect Irwin. that at all. No. It, yeah, that was like a punch to the face. Like it was like, whoa, where'd that come from? And then, uh, oh, you want to say something? No, you're good. You're good. No. Oh, and then our last one was uh, Josh Quavedo, uh, and a third round 2021 pick from Burning Droogs. Again, doesn't say no to a trade uh, for JTE on the Rockstars. Absolute steal. At, like, yeah. I, it's it is shocking. It it is like I'll never understand Robert Meyer Burnett. I will never ever <laughs> ever understand him. I can't. I, it's it is shocking. No one ever. <laughs> I, I know it, it. I can't believe that for a guy who who just moved across the country, you're going to give up a Star Wars player. And a draft pick. For someone who probably isn't going to play this year, not just any draft pick, but and I'll say this again because I watch rundown. Roxy made this point again on rundown today. A third round draft pick. Do you know who her third round pick was this year, Brian? Damon. Alex freaking Damon as a third round pick. Like, I know. Are you, dude, like, I understand that Robert Barnett is crazy, but wow. Like, <laughs> wow. Shocked. I, I don't, I don't, yeah. I'm, I, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's all we could say. That's all we could yeah. say. Yeah. All right, Brian. That's, well, let's yeah. go ahead and wrap this up with, uh, with the point standings very quickly, we'll run through it because we are a little over time. Um, but you know, I know we're not going to touch on it just because 
it's been wild, but the CC Howard match. Oh like, yeah, we got, maybe we'll do a separate show for that because we did want. We might have that. to just because that match was. Yeah, wild. and it you guys can see a little breakdown of it from our reaction. There was actually it it's actually quite funny because the match for for Stacy Howard versus uh, Eric Zipper it played out exactly the way uh, in our favor too. Like Brian was leading, and then something happened. All lost Stacy Howard in our play along. So check that out. It's up on the channel. Um, it's a great moment towards the end of the match. But yes, we will definitely do, maybe do a separate video for that later on this week to discuss it because we, I do want to break that down. But go ahead and run through these these standings very quickly. Yeah. So um, we have Finstock Exchange sitting at first place with sixteen points. The Den is sitting in second place with ten points. Third place, we have Swag sitting also with 10 points. Fourth place, we have the Burning Droogs sitting six points. Fifth place, the Rockstars also have six points. Uh, the Usual Suspects is sitting in sixth place with four points. Uh, the Dungeon is sitting in seventh place with four points as well. Quirky Mercs are in eighth place with three points. And bringing up the rear is Corruption in ninth place with two points. Yeah, obviously Roxy getting the points last week. Um, huge because that could have really helped the dungeon. Obviously, they're they're you know kind of at the bottom a little bit. Um, it, but now whatever we think of the standings now after free agency and these trades, everything's going to be upended. And I think it's going to be exactly what we were hoping for. I know that the league got shaken up with the COVID stuff and kind of having to slow things down. But if we ever get our chance to get back to two probably three matches a week uh, with everything going on. These standings are just going to keep, you know, shifting yeah. and it's exactly what we expected going into it. Um, and so I'm excited. And then it's obviously going to be shifted this week because we have, uh, we have Koi and Kate going at each other. One of them at the bottom or one of them at the, uh, the lower tier, one of them at the top tier. And so if the den, if the den ends up taking that win, it could shoot them up closer to the Finstock exchange who everyone is chasing at the moment. And if they end the the matches at the time with a win, uh, right at nipping at the heels of the Finstock Exchange, that could mean a lot going forward for the season. Yeah, I mean, we know that this next match is going to be a good one because yeah. these are two teams that, in their first matches, like went for the jugular. Like they were not people you want to sleep on, and. Now they're coming head to head and it's going to be probably just a fight till the end. I'm really curious and excited to see how this one plays out. Yeah, agreed. And that reaction will be up on Friday, guys. Uh, we get to watch it early because we we support with the Patreon. And we if you don't, you definitely should because uh, it's definitely worth it. Um, but the match will be up on Friday. Uh, because that's just the way that they're released. So um, check that out. If you guys have not checked out any of our other reactions, those are up on the channel now. Uh, thank you again so much to Rachel for joining us. That was such a blast to kind of get a breakdown of Kevin Smith and Jericho and everything from her perspective. It was the perfect aligning of stars. Brian, as always, uh, it's always fun to talk to Shimona, man. Like I said, we'll probably get back on later this week to do a Stacey Howard Eric Zipper thing. But for now, that is a certain point of view, guys. Make sure you check us out, not just on YouTube, but all audio platforms as well. Uh, the show lives there every single week. The show lives here on Tuesday mornings, maybe Mondays in the future. We're still deciding. Um, but that is it. A certain point of view for Brian, for myself. This is a certain point of view. Again, thank you for joining us. And we will see you guys next week. Bye.